Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach. I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. This week on The Sipping Point, you're in for a treat. It's all about labels. I have Amelia from 98 Rock. She's my partner in crime this week, (laughs) which is really scary. The two of us are going to feature wines she picked out based solely on the label. And you know what? 47% of people do that. So we'll see how that works out. And then famous wine label designer David Schumann, author of 99 Bottles, is going to join us and talk about what really goes into making a wine label and one that makes a winery successful. So to start off the show, like we always do, we have the Sips of the Week. And with me uh, is Amelia from 98 Rock. And of course, if you don't know her, I don't know where you've been. But um, <laughs> I had... listening to 98 Rock, I guess. <laughs> exactly. You, got, you better figure that out. And I've visited you on the show because mm-hmm. you guys are big wine fans and we tasted some fabulous things. And I know you have a passion for wine like me. So we concocted this little plan, this little project. (laughs) Yes. And basically, I took you over to Wells Wine and Spirits, and I let you pick out anything you wanted based on the label, right? Yeah, and that took a while, too, because they have a great selection of wine. They have the little back area there, and then one, two, three, four, six aisles of wine. I know. And you're like, go, go, go. And I'm like, wee. It was like being a kid in a candy shop. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. If you want to see what we went through, our process, you can go to uh, WBAL.com and click on shows in the sipping point and the video will be there. And also, I'm sure it'll be available on 98 Rock at some point. You sure will at the 98 Rock uh, morning show page. Yes. Love that. I love that. Okay. Well, sips of the week. Let's talk about it. You know what? First of all, Mm. I forgot to mention, I caught you at their new growler station drinking beer while you were supposed to pick out. Wine. You saw that? Wait a minute. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that. I know. My producer, Michael, is going to be thrilled. They have a growler station over there with all four of the heavy seas. You yes. fill up your little growler, drink it, and come back. But you picked out two, a white and a red. Yes. So what do we have for the white here? Uh, the white I picked because it's such a cute label. I, I love animals. Okay. And as soon as you throw an animal on the label, it's definitely going to catch somebody's eye. Right. And this, I'm not sure if it's a, it's a little fat French... <laughs> French French bulldog, or if it's a a Jack Russell, I wouldn't say fat. I would say cherubically chubby. Weight challenged. Weight challenged. <laughs> We're politically correct here. Well, this dog is very challenged. Um, not only is he a little on the chubby side, but he's got one of those uh, cones around his head, and his little uh, eyeballs and his ears are sticking out. Very cute. Very it funny. Is cute. Um, and it definitely sticks out. The wine. It's a white. From Australia, I love uh, it's that. called Yard Dog. It's a uh, 2012, so it's a fairly young wine. It is, and has the screw cap, which is great, which is awesome, as as we found. And the Yard Dog actually is a blend of Chardonnay, Riesling, and Gewürztraminer. Which I'm a huge fan of the Gewürztraminer because it's always got that sweet, spicy. And then the Riesling, you can go either way with the Riesling. It can either be a little on the sour side, sort of like a Chardonnay, or it can be very sweet as well. Right. Um, So I'm hoping, because I'm not a big Chardonnay fan, so I'm hoping, and there's some Traminer in there. Yep. um, As well as the Pinot Gris. They love saying that in Australia, and you're going soon, so you're going to see. Instead of saying Gewürztraminer, they just say Traminer, and it's fun. Instead of saying Shiraz, they say Shiraz. 
Oh, how funny Just is so that? Just so you get the accent down before you go. Yeah. But 58% is the Chardonnay, which is going to, like, when you have this blend, because everybody's obsessed with blends now, Right. each of the grapes brings something to the team. So the Chardonnay brings some weight, you know, okay. that texture. The Riesling has that floral. The Gewurz has the spice, okay. right? And then there's a little Pinot Gris for acidity. Oh, look at that. Now I know why you have your own <laughs> wine show. All right, now I haven't tried this one yet. Okay. So um, I'm throwing my nose in there. Fighting a little sinus here in case yeah. you guys heard me. Yeah, I, I could see uh, where you might have a, a little bit of a problem. So you think everything tastes great now. I do, right? I'm palate <laughs> challenged. But go ahead, give it a smell. The smell is unbelievable. It, it's as soon very as you, perfumed, isn't it? It is. As soon as you opened up the bottle, it just filled the room. And you can smell the sweetness and you can smell the floral. It was a great call. And the thing about this that I loved about your two picks, this is only twelve ninety nine, and in addition to being cute and in a screw cap, which is great for the summer months when you're out back, mm-hmm. this just has a really great balance of a lot of the elements. It really does have something for everybody. It's really nice. Now, I mean, you pointed out something to me that I did not know. Obviously, when you chill a wine, especially a white, it kind of dulls all of the aromatics and the it flavors. Does. So you said to try it a little on the We're warm side. We're tasting at room temperature because right. when you're evaluating wine as a professional, if the wine tastes bad room temperature, it's going to probably taste bad chilled too. So we need to chill this a little bit more for perfect serving, mm-hmm. but it tastes rather tasty it's just delicious. the way it is. It's really good. And I'm so glad that I was able to pick a good wine by the label. <laughs> Shocking. I know. Well, 47% of people are doing that. And I think that's a low estimate. I think so, too, because that's how I did it in college. It was either the label or it was the price. Ah. And yeah, and the $12, I think, is a great price point. here. Yeah, and I noticed at Wells, too, a lot of their wines were priced really well. Yes, they have a great selection. I always focus on the show under $20. The first sip of the mm. week is the Yard Dog White Blend, and these are garage winemakers. So they fly all over the world making wines everywhere, but this is the little project in their garage in Australia. It's twelve ninety nine on the shelf. All the details on the sip of the week, the white, are at thewinecoach.com or in my free app for iPhone and Android. You can check it out and pick up your own bottle at Wells Discount Liquors. Check them out at wellswine.com. We'll be right back with Amelia from 98 Rock, and we're going to taste the red that she picked based on the label, and we're going to start a revolution. <laughs> we'll be right back. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back with Amelia from 98 Rock. We are all about labels today. We went into the wine store and let her pick two wines based solely on the labels. We just tasted the white called Yard Dog. It's a white blend. It was delicious and less than 13 bucks. Mm -hmm. Now I let you pick out a red too and your favorite is red, isn't it? Yeah, I I like the reds. I started off loving Merlot and then as I got older it got a little too much it was a little too strong dry your tongue out so I moved on to Cabernets and I love a Cabernet a really good Cabernet can just set the whole evening Um, and now I'm moving more towards the blends and Australia has great blends that I found Um, also there are some really neat Argentinian blends as well I had a great one when I was down in the Bahamas never had wine from Argentina in my life 
and was blown away by it. So I've always kind of looked into that region for a good red and now Australia, which is unbelievable. So this next one, Lori, by the way, thank you very much for having me on your program today. I'm very excited. Oh, we're having fun. Yeah. In picking wine by the labels. Oh, it just takes me back to my college years. Um, but this next one, it's a 2010. It's from Ar- Argentina. It is a Malbec. <laughs> Which I'm not too familiar with this type of grape. Uh, it's called Revolution. And the reason I picked it was because it uses the old communist propaganda from the <laughs> 50s and 60s. And it's really, it's like the working man's wine. So there's a man holding a bottle. He's holding it far from him. He's like, the labor uh, party. Yes, exactly. Basically. You've got the big sun rays in the back. And it's, it's really a beautiful label. Um, I'm hoping that the wine stands up to it. Okay, Revolution Malbec, and it's uh, 2010. This is only 9.99. Look at that. Look at you. You're a cheap date. I love it. I'm a it. DJ. <laughs> we don't for make a whole lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and give it uh, give it a taste, and definitely you get like really fresh berries on the nose. I'm I mean. It's totally jumping out at you. Not, not there's a, a hint of, of like coffee or chocolate or something. It's I don't know. I don't. You can tell that it's going to be like fresh, fresh fruit rather than more aged in in taste. But let's give it a sip. Nice, you gotta let nice it feathering. I like it. It's all about the aeration. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? This really has um, good acidity. Mm-hmm. It's vibrant. I think this would be a, a lot better with food than just alone yeah, it's one of those soft kind of just laying on your palate it's got some um real backbone of acidity there mm-hmm. but the tannin is pretty pretty mild yeah it's not so bad on the back yeah, yeah. so that would be the aftertaste right am i right the, with the tannins the, well the tannins yeah you feel in the back of your, the back of your tongue but the acidity is sort of that little jolt you get which will really smooth out with with food cheese meats anything really that you eat uh what do you think it's it's okay it's it's not your (laughs) cup of tea well we knew we had a you know you have a what kind of chance we had a 50 50 here but you're picking solely on the label so Mm -hmm. this is a great exercise i think this would be a great food wine this would but not maybe be, not your back porch wine. No, this would not be something that I just opened up to have a glass of in a summer evening or even a winter evening. Right. Um, this, you're right. It's a dinner wine. It's not, I would not start the evening off with this. I would not have this with appetizers either because it is very overbearing. It, it, it's to me, pretty it's big. Very, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very strong. Yeah. It's got great legs, though. I learned that in college. It does. And the legs, of course, the little trails of wine traveling down the sides of the glass. And those the color are nice pretty too. well formed on this one, which tell you that, you know, it's it's a pretty full-bodied wine. I'm trying to see if I can find the actual alcohol percentage on this bad boy. They always seem to make that the smallest print of anything on the bottle, <laughs> trying to hide that from well, us. Well, if we're know? going there, that's our next show. That will be Dessert Wines. <laughs> exactly. And we'll do that in my living room, Lori. How about that? <laughs> All right. But well, maybe we should do tequila. Oh. What do you say? Oh, it's no longer the sipping point. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chugging point. Okay. So I can't find the alcohol percentage on that, but we will have that on the website. So this is not exactly your cup of tea, but you love the label. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It can I work either way. Sometimes you see a label that you think, eh, I don't think too much about that label. But then the wine mm. is amazing. So it's not, you know, necessarily going to be 100%, although I think this is a real well-made wine with the right food. Yeah. 
Yeah. If it's you had, a dinner wine for sure. If a dinner wine. And so, you know, I think that was a really fun exercise. What do you, what'd you learn? I learned that, um, I have a 50-50 shot if I pick a wine by its label. <laughs> if, you fit, if you pick two, you're definitely going to like one. And if you buy a bottle of wine that's over $10, don't pick it by the label. Over, Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, people you know, are overwhelmed because you go into a store like Wells, which has an amazing selection, mm-hmm. thousands and th- tens of thousands of bottles on the shelf, and you think, oh my gosh, where do I start? Sure. And picking by the label certainly is is an easy way, mm-hmm. or the price, like, okay, everything under 15 or 20, whatever your price range might be. But you know what's great in uh, Wells or in any of the better wine stores? They have amazing people working yes. there that are tasting, you know, I don't know how many wines a week. Mm-hmm. I won't get them in trouble, but it's a lot, <laughs> right? And so I used to work in a wine store when I was in Manhattan. Okay. And you start developing relationships with different clients that come in I'm and sure. you understand what it is that they like, you know, and that's the best part about having a great wine store that you can go to. It's like they're and your you're a regular. own little wine consultant. Sure. Because once I know what you like, because I think I do kind of know what you like now, um, because we taste, you gave me some of your faves, the snake charmer from Australia. Oh, yeah. So I have some ideas of the kind of things that I would recommend for you. And yes. the same goes for anyone listening out there. Once you, if you go in and tell them what you usually like, they can suggest something. It's like having your own personal sommelier. Now, Lori, <laughs> I have found some wines that have been tremendous, and I still drink them to this day because okay. of their labels. Agreed. Uh, one of them is uh, Booney Dune Vineyards. They did a Cardinal Zin. Yes. Uh, Still Ralph around Stedman to this day. Did all of, and also Ralph Stedman does all of the uh, artwork for Flying Dog out in Frederick, Maryland, which is a beer company. Love Flying Dog. And they've been on the show. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. And and so he also did the, the Booney Dune Vineyard. And the only reason I bought that wine was because of the label. Awesome. Beautiful. Just a great, great wine. The other one was uh, from the Finger Lakes in New York. And it's, uh, uh, what was it called? It was called uh, Get Your Goat. Oh, interesting. I haven't had that one. And it was just, it looked like a three year old had drawn this goat in crayon. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And that's an $8 bottle of wine. And it's really, really good. Yeah. They've done, there's a couple table, they have a table red that's really good. And, but all of it is about their labels. They do this really cool label stuff. And then I got kicked out of a wine club. Because I oh, bought that wine. <laughs> I heard about that scenario. So not only should you not judge your wine by its label, but don't ever join a wine club that's snooty and buy anything no. under $20. You can drink wine with me any day. And I'm you know in. what? Look at this. We got uh, David Schumann coming up. He just wrote a book called 99 Bottles because he's a wine label designer. Really? He designed all these labels. The Ooh. Old Ghost. Sea smoke, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He designed the iconic Fetzer and Santa, Me- Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio. Well, that's I mean, a who mouthful. doesn't know that label? That's everywhere. Isn't that a pizza? Uh, a margarita pizza, yeah, yum. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, where's point. the food that goes with the sipping point? <laughs> uh, that's going to have to be next time, I guess. Yeah. Well, this has been really fun, Amelia. Thank you so much for taking your show on the road with me, going to the wine store, sure. picking out these two great wines under 13 bucks. I'm a cheap And date. based solely on the label, we've learned a lot about, you know, you really have to look a little bit more into it, but sometimes you just look at the label, you get the wine, it's delicious anyway. And make sure you make friends with your, uh, your wine person at the liquor store because exactly. they'll get to know you. Thank you so much, Lori. It was such a pleasure. This was cheers.